Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hi everybody. Happy Ascension Day. Today is May 13th and we're about halfway through the month of May, just about. It feels to me, I don't know how y'all are feeling about this week, but I feel like I've lived a lifetime just this week. It is a roller coaster. You know, we've got this Gemini energy kind of starting to, to push in um, as some of our planets are already starting to move from Taurus into more of the Gemini position. There's almost this sense of urgency that's kind of bubbled to the surface around what are you going to plant for the next phase inside of this Taurus energy where we still are taking advantage of that power of manifesting into the earthly realm, right? It's like, how are we mastering our divinity inside of the earth plane? And this is, this is the ultimate path, right? I mean, this, you know, today's Ascension Day, we're, we're celebrating the, the story of, of Jesus as the ascended master now, you know, of this figure that came in and lived his life almost to perfection. When we think about it from the perspective of mastering the soul's journey here in the physical realm. So being a divine channel, an instrument of God inside of a human existence. So being able to find our and experience our duality and manage our manifestation from a balanced place of spiritual intellect, so our head and emotional intelligence and the seat of the soul, which is our heart, and learning how to access all of our powers in our human design and connect with this super high, you know, soul, higher consciousness, source energy to be our authority and be our guide and figure out how to connect with that on a daily basis. So as I was thinking about coming on today to talk about the Ascension Day energy, it was really funny the way that, you know, spirit kind of came into my, my point of view and it was as a magic show. So I was hearing 
different things in my head. I was hearing illusion. I was hearing smoke and mirrors. I was hearing the magician. I was hearing the, you know, you can tell that I'm a mom with young children because the, there are so many like of the, the Disney movies that like ring through my head and, and one liners from those. Um, one being this morning from uh, monster university, the, the two headed monster that is um, part of the, um, the okay fraternity that they're a part of, right? They use Macappa and he, that he's a magician and he's always going the art of misdirection. You know, it's like, watch me here while I'm doing this thing over here with the sleight of hand. Right. And so sometimes what will happen inside the channeling process and because my, my cards are a frequent tool that I use for divination, um, and to help tell a story from spirit, sometimes they'll just show me a card, not from a deck, like I'm shuffling and pulling. They will just show me the picture of the card in my head. And the particular card that they um, showed me uh, this morning was the magician card from the tarot, but a very specific tarot. So this is one of my newer decks that I, I just absolutely love. It's called Heaven and Earth Tarot. And a lot of the imagery is biblical or scriptural, but it's mixed with the, the, the story of the tarot. And for me personally, I really resonated with this because it, it is kind of how my worlds merge. You know, I, I am very much, you know, I was raised Christian. I'm, I'm very much, you know, um, connected to the stories in scripture and, you know, and all of that. And, and I am, you know, I'm, I'm team Jesus all the way, <laughs> you know, but, um, so the, the imagery and the stories told in this particular tarot deck really resonate with me. So I'm going to show you the magician card from this particular deck. Very appropriate for today, don't you think? Considering spirit was giving me the the this energy of of the big show um, the sleight of hand the smoke and mirrors uh, the the illusion of our realm meaning we are more space and light and refraction of frequency and energy inside of that light than we are physical mass and so this is where the magic and power of co-creating and manifesting at any given moment is we have access to that and our journey here is how are we how are we in that path of self-mastery to make this work for us to bring our desires forward to fulfill our purpose to be able to connect with the miracle that is our life and our bodies our our earth mother earth i mean this is one of the most beautiful days we've had in a while and how perfect that it would land today and that it's so easy for us to get distracted by the smoke and mirrors that pop up around us all the time that pull us out of the universal truth, which is that we were manifested here to bring source love to earth and create heaven here. And this, I mean, this is in scripture. It talks about bringing heaven to earth, making heaven on earth. 
and that we have the ability to create our reality here in that way. And any given moment, we can decide whether we are living in our own personal hell or if we are in the process of creating our own heaven. Sometimes those paths merge. So sometimes the, the journey to our heaven can be a little hellish. And the difference of choosing to do this work versus being thrust into it can be the change that we need in order to be able to stay firmly seated inside the heart space. So I think about, you know, the, the ascension time when it actually occurred, right? This, this would have been a day where we probably would have seen uh, a whole other level of doubt, fear, grief. You know, here Jesus is taken from the physical realm and you have the, the grief of his followers and his disciples and his loved ones. And then he resurrects and he comes back to them visibly to drop the veil and plant once and for all the seed of belief that the word of God is true and that the power in each of us is real and to take the word out and, and spread the love, right? And so the disciples start to do this, but their master teacher is still with them. They still see him, still talk with him um, in the way that we understand it inside of our physical realm, connecting with our senses, right? As, as we understand that our senses. And then here comes Ascension Day where their master teacher is ascending to heaven um, in finality. Right. So he is essentially leaving them again, you know, when we think of it from the physical realm and imagining the hurt and the fear and the grief that they would have come into again, you know, revisiting this idea of now owning the responsibility of taking this out, doing something that they only deemed possible by their master teacher. And now he's telling them, no, you are worthy of this job and you are going to do this job that you don't need me here to do that. I will always be with you. I will always be watching over you, but now is your time to take this out into the world. So it's kind of like what we're, we're in right now. I've been feeling it. It's like the, I, I don't want to say necessarily final exams because I feel like we're nowhere near the final, but I suppose it's chapters, right? And, and it's interesting too, because May is a month where we, we do tend to celebrate lots of graduations, right? And so we think of it from that perspective. We're like in that time of final exams, right before graduation, before we would potentially go into what our next master's degree would be. And so we have some really important questions in front of us on this final exam of, you know, especially with eclipse season starting, um, that's a really big kind of burst of new energy, new beginnings, planting seeds, right? So whatever it is that we're working on right now and deciding, you know, this is, this is the reality that I'm going forward. This is the mastery that I'm committing to. These are my intentions. These are the seeds that I'm planting are really going to come into full fruition. What, six months from now, we're really going to start to see the, the seedlings, the saplings um, from what we're sowing right now. But for those of you, I, I, you know, I've had lots of 
conversations um, with people, you know, regardless of where they are on their spiritual path, everybody seems to be in the general agreement that time is losing its construct um, as we usually under as how we've understood it in the past, I guess. Um, it, it almost like I have a really hard time anchoring into what day is it, even what time is it, it, it feels like we're moving at warp speed. Um, yet sometimes it feels as if we're standing still. So here we're seeing linear time start to kind of lose its grip. Um, we're in an absolute vortex of powerful shift. And at the same time, we're being challenged to find where we can ground and anchor ourselves. And I talked about this in my May forecast. I talked about this stormy energy, the, the shaking of the earth, the, the foundations in our lives changing, shaking under our feet. Um, and that the, this whole month was going to be a month of not only transformational change, but potentially really rapid change. And that our ability to understand this higher perspective of our existence, of our gifts, of our lives, um, of our connection to source, being more anchored in our hearts, really starting to look at our fear-based thinking, where it comes from, how did we come into our current story, how, where did our truths come from, where are we gathering information from, how are we still continuing to attach ourselves to that, and a lot of these things are starting to dismantle and unravel. And this is how we're presented with new ideas, the potential that perhaps the way that we've seen things all this time might not actually be appropriate for us anymore. So it is the, it's like watching the magic show, right? The big show of being able to watch this person on stage, being able to master the the physical senses and, and how to distract us from ultimately what's going on, which is just a misdirection. And for us to be able to almost rise above the show and be able to look down and still in a place of awe and wonder at the magic, but also from this perspective of curiosity, where we start asking some really important questions about what our eyes are showing us versus what's really going on by behind the curtain. So this is where we even get a deeper level of truth. And we're, we're digging into our, our own selves with this. You know, I talked about this on the new moon for, uh, energy forecast as well. It was like this, this feeling of dredging the swamps, you know, it's like we're really getting in there and we're really starting to look at our own personal truths in a whole new way and almost an uncomfortable way. So it is having to have that mirror held up to us of our master teachers, our spirit guides, our, you know, the people that are around us cheering us on and, and doing their best to, to guide us on this path. And, and finally, taking a step back and saying, I'm here. I am here. I will always be here. Just because I might be out of the line of your sight does not mean that I am gone. However, it does mean 
If I step out of your line of vision, now you need to look forward. You need to be your own navigation. You need to be your own compass without me standing there so you can default responsibility onto me, default authority onto me. You know, it's as the, as the human version, right? It's we've given so much authority to these figureheads in our lives for so long. It's that, you know, I've said this before, it's we've almost created a paralysis for ourselves when it comes to what we wanna do, what makes us happy, where is our value? How are we loving ourselves? And we're taking a, a, a step back now and really starting to consider inside of the relationship energy how this is mirrored at us. Now we're moving more and more into Gemini, like I said. So the, the Gemini energy is Mercury energy. Um, and, you know, forgive the term that I'm using, but it, it is very, it feels very bipolar right now. So very extremes inside of the, of the emotional and mental fields. Um, and you know, that it, sometimes it, it feels like we're not sure what direction we're going to go or how extreme it's going to be. Um, it's, I don't feel that it's a coincidence that this month is also, um, mental, mental, um, health awareness month, right? So you know, it's, it's something to be very mindful of that, you know, what we are going through are some pretty extreme shifts and to, you know, just be aware of, of yourself inside of your own healing patterns that you're going through, not being afraid to, to reach out and ask for help. Uh, if, if you've moved into a place where you, you just feel like you, you are, you're in the shadows and, and you're not really sure how to navigate. Um, this is when the teachers and the healers arrive because the dark night of the soul or the hero's journey is designed this way. It's not designed for us to do it by ourselves. It's designed for us to be our own authority in that, in that path, but that we call in our support systems that are going to be the bridge for us to get to where we need to go. So the illusion is cast by what I would consider the the ego, right? It's it's the the limiting beliefs that we've lived within for so long, the truths that we've never really questioned, and now our story has been built on that. And it's by looking at what's currently going on, where your your focus currently is, because what you're choosing to look at, you will get more of. And it's even questioning the truths that you've already decided that you want to believe in. Um, and starting to pull them down into the body and really asking yourself, how does this make me feel? You know, if I, if I read this information, if I'm, if I'm acquiring new truth and I'm acquiring new learning and new, um, information, how is that landing in my body? And this is where we can use our humanness in its ability to be our, it's our own divination tool, our physical form. It is a, our emotional and physical response to different stimulus can show us whether we are in alignment with something, if there's healing that needs to occur, if we are in truth, if we are in fear. And, and this is a, a, a journey that is an inside job because nobody can tell you what your right impulses are. That's something that you come to understand through deep listening inside of your own personal space 
and that you're holding enough space for yourself to have that experience. And holding space simply means that you're listening. You're listening. Um, and that you are sidelining the ego for a little while. So you're not coming at yourself with a critical voice and being judgmental of the emotions that are trying to come up or the thoughts that are kind of spinning through the head. It's, it's being in an observational place and you're listening to self. And so this is when the distractions get pushed aside, the smoke and mirrors start to become very visible of how have you been distracting yourself? What have you attached yourself to even for the sake of the light, right? Where are you choosing to, to go with that? And what vibrations are you bringing in? And, you know, I think that some of the more difficult parts of really looking within ourselves is when we come face to face with the fact that a truth that we've chosen, that we believe to be the truth, still has placed us in a place of fear. So this is, this is a final exam when it comes to what level of self-mastery are you in now? Taking a look back at what chapter is closing, being able to feel confident that you can release those old stories that aren't serving you anymore and plant these new seeds for the next chapter of growth. Now, there, as I said, there was a couple of cards that, that popped forward for me. I do want to actually read you the description of the Magician card. The Magician card is the first card in the Major Arcana in every, every tarot. But depending on how the artist depicts and the story that they want to tell, it will shift a little bit. Let me get my glasses. Okay. So here's the magician. A man stands in front of a table filled with implements. He wears a red robe left open and has a white crown and white pants on. His right hand points downward while his left rises high in the air holding a brightly glowing wand. A simple wooden table is placed before him with six tools, a cup, a disc, a sword, a wand, a scroll, and a caduceus. Green grasses mixed with roses and lilies in front of the table as well. The magician's face appears intent on the actions he is performing. As above, so below is a tenant of various magical practices all over the world. It basically says that if you can dream it as above, you can manifest it so below. This is the grand power behind the magician. He takes the power imagined from the various symbols on the table in front of him and calls upon their energy so that what he wants can be called into existence. The magician has opened the fool's bag of goodies and pulled everything out. These items are the same items that appear on the minor arcana suit cards. The cup represents emotions and relationships and ties the suit to the element of water. The sword represents our thoughts, the good and the bad, which race through our mind and ties the suit to the air. The wand corresponds to our creative drive and relates to fire. The disc etched in with the pentagram, also known as a pentacle, responds to the physical items in our foundations and connects us to earth. A trained magician can bring anything from his mind to our realm using these four tools. The heaven and earth tarot includes two other items on the table, a scroll marked with the astrological symbol for Mercury and a caduceus, a symbol for the Greek god Hermes, who was a messenger between the gods and humans. 
These two extra items carry the power of the formula of intent the magician desires and the swift reminder for the gods to hear this petition. For when we work with magic, it's important to know what you want, how to call it down, and have the ability to send it up to the divine heavens to have the petition answered. So when you pray or request the universe manifests the desires to you, you are in fact doing the work of the magician. You are putting all of your energy, emotions, will, and ideas into the hands of fate and requesting the best desired outcome for yourself. The interpretations of this card, the key word is willpower. The Hebrew letter means house. Correspondences, Mercury, Virgo, and Gemini. Upright meanings, external knowledge, manifesting desires, channeling internal will, channel your resources for single desires and purposes, self-control, study, self-mastery, and the divine masculine. There's a lot in there, right? The other card that um, I saw in, in my third eye was from my numerology deck. Um, and it was the, the number 13 card for today, which I find incredibly appropriate. It's the card of effort. This card indicates a time when extra effort is required to overcome your current obstacles and challenges as you are now being tested and your attitude is the key. Rather than surrender to self-pity, laziness, negativity, or frustration, you must utilize your inner power for you are stronger than you think. When the going gets tough, the tough must get going, so pull yourself together and have faith in your success. By drawing this card, you are being encouraged to call upon your inner and outer resources, as above, so below, to achieve the outcome you desire. Rather than succumb to quick fix solutions, shortcuts, or manipulation, you must plan, focus, act with tenacity, and drive. With effort and determination, you will break through all restrictions that are presently holding you back. In order to improve your current situation, you are being asked to adjust to and harmonize with the natural rhythm and cycles of life. Cycles that require you to put extra effort into overcoming your challenges. Never ever give up and your success is guaranteed. Affirmation, with optimism, faith, and effort, I overcome my challenges. The perfect numerology for today. So I also wanted to just, um, I picked two decks to pull live from my Metatron deck from Amanda. Now, our, I think that our, our big challenge right now, because there's lots going on, and sometimes the overwhelm of all the things happening at once can make it a little difficult for us to ground and pick a direction. But Spirit has been very clear I mean, you've heard me say it probably more than a dozen times now that we are being guided into the foundation of love. So it is simply a journey of recognizing your fear vibrations, how they are currently showing up for you, triggering you, um, creating resistance, digging into those and, and just trying to discover their origins, realizing that they are simply locations in our field where there is an absence of God's love and choosing to love ourselves the way that God would. So in every question, in every circumstance, in every area of your life, it is love over fear. How are you going to plant seeds of love for your own ascension journey, your self-mastery, 
becoming a better version of you, creating a heaven for yourself. Okay. <laughs> Wake up call. Yes. Awesome. Listen and take note. So here's the beautiful thing about the self-mastery path of living a heart-centered life. We are, we become so much more receptive and aware of the language of spirit that's all around us, that's constantly talking to us through our situations, through conversations with others, what comes on the TV. It's like literally what's showing up on your doorstep at any given moment, the mail that arrives, a commercial that pops on when you're out of your peripheral vision, a song that comes on when you turn on the car, um, you know, seemingly random stories or information that someone wants to share with you, a bird that flies by just as you're talking about personal freedom. You know, this is, this is the amazing, magical magician right matrix that we live in that's it's constantly mirroring back to us at any given moment what it is we're manifesting in inside of the that that thought field and when that thought field is anchored in here suddenly the conversation with spirit is constant it's it's happening all the time it's happening around you all the time it's constantly showing you where adjustments need to be made where healing is showing up where there's opportunities for gratitude and love it's it's constant but you have to be aware you have to wake up that you are part of this amazing magic that you are the magician this was the teaching of christ that each of us has the ability to be that if we decide to commit ourselves to that path and we are tempted all the time by distractions that are all around us that want us to feed in to fear, to drama, to all of those things. But if we just keep coming back to the word, which is love, then we will never stray. It's not to say that we won't be in challenges because ultimately in this human experience, we are trying to heal our separation to God. And so there's deep grief in that. There is deep pain that will emerge that we can heal so we can make space for more joy it's part of the duality of our experience so the wake-up call listen and take note let's see what's on the bottom <laughs> mother earth so we have the angels above we have the earth below anchoring us as above so below right perfect expression of what we're talking about the cube it's the vibration of the four, right? The, the foundation, the root chakra. Um, it's also our ability to, to build, to fight for ourselves. You know, when we look at it from the perspective that it's connected to Mars, um, you know, the warrior spirit, our ability to survive and thrive and, and build something beautiful. And our connection to Mother Earth supports our physical body um, in, in this journey as our, our spirit is constantly vibrating in a space of love because that's its nature. Its origin is love. The physical body was brought into design to help us filter out the other, the duality experiences, right? So the spirit can remain whole and unharmed while the body takes care of the other stuff and processing emotion and trauma and you know all of the things, the learning, the growth. 
And our connection with Mother Earth is how our bodies are were built to help balance itself, to to feed it with the right kinds of electromagnetic frequencies and magnetic fields and all of these things that help our body's circuitry. It helps the, the flow of spiritual intelligence and, and physical support through our electrical systems, our meridians, like all of that is specifically designed to plug into the magnetism of the planet. And so now the planet is ascending as well. And that's part of the process. We're supported in that. We're supporting her. She's supporting us. And so becoming more aware again that we have all the support that we need right outside of our window. We just need to get out and we need to revere, honor, and, and merge with that energy, uh, maybe in a way that we never have. I mean, the, the, the new moon energy this week in Taurus was like, get your hands in the dirt and plant those seeds. Connect with Mother Earth. Allow her to support your growth. Allow her to support the, the fruitful abundance that can come forward. And making sure you're fertilizing the soil with loving thoughts, loving vibrations, so your soil doesn't become acidic and nothing grows, right? So... Those are the cards that came out of the Archangel Metatron deck. I wanted to pull a Sacred Geometric Oracle deck. You can see back here I've got my, my Ascension candle here from Magda. Go to Magical Magda if you want an Ascension candle. <laughs> We've got Metatron here. I've got my Trollite Angel. Um, Trollite is a, a stone uh, for Ascension. Um, so beautiful and powerful, gentle at the same time. Really gorgeous. Got that at the Crystal Butterfly. Um, I do associate the power of Metatron um, very closely with the Holy Spirit. And so I do feel him very close right now, counseling us in our humanness um, and really trying to, to show us where... Um, our next level of mastery to be able to master our physical realm um, is coming in, how to upgrade our vibration, um, how to come into our next sacred geometric shape, right? This is geometry, numbers. This is the, the language that the universe speaks. And so when we think of sacred geometry, if we were to, if someone were to plug us into one of those amplifiers and, and throw some some sand or salt on that amplifier plate we would have a shape and so we're we're in the process of upgrading those forms right now so let's see what guidance we get from the oracle of sacred geometry okay so top haha <laughs> Duality. Yes. Duality. It is the world we live in. But, you know, from a philosophical perspective, when we look back at like the time of Nietzsche and 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 when this this thought was coming forward that man was just man, that there was no supreme being, right, or or infinite source that um, or creator in charge, that we were here as the masters and creators, um, and that we should live our lives to the fullest in this idea of this co-creative um, mastership of manifestation and and create for ourselves. Um, although, and this was called oneism right dualism was actually the the idea that we were man and god 
together. And so I found that very interesting when I was reading about that, that what I would think of oneism, I would think of us thinking of the, the unified infinite source, when in fact that power was taken from a source perspective and just planted in physical man. But physical man is very fallible and our, our perspective on power can lead us astray. And it's not always heart-centered. So, you know, our duality constantly challenges us it's what helps us grow. It's what helps us expand. And therefore, we are helping the collective expand, the universe expand. It's constant death and rebirth. It is the law of our existence. It is why souls want to come here to express because of our ability to be in contrast and to have such important and dramatic growth inside of that. And so we're asked inside of the duality at any given moment when we're plunged into a place of challenge that we always flip it. And we look at it from both both sides. Truth is dynamic. I've been saying this over and over again. Truth is about where you're looking. When you turn and look in a different direction, your truth changes. So our duality is a wonderful opportunity to always look at both sides. What is the illuminated version of this truth? What is the shadow version of this truth? Where do I land? Where does my healing need to occur? And how can I maximize my manifestation capabilities inside of this duality? So the, <laughs> this was the bottom card. Speaking of Metatron, it's the cube, Metatron's cube. We've got man and woman there. Wow. This card is together. So speaking of unity, it's number 47. That's my number. It's my birthday, 47. Um, adds up to 11. Um, actually, I want to read the meaning of that. We've got the Vitruvian man in there too. Let's see. Balance. The geometry of the fruit of life and star tetrahedron inform the message of this card. These symbols enhance the intent of balancing male and female aspects, duality. Balanced sharing will become co-creation and it will demonstrate a holistic way of interaction. You are seeking greater balance in relationship. Is the union of your inquiry one of love or one of business? Any relationship is a delicate act of balancing respect and understanding between an individuals, whether in regard to chores that must be done or the deadlines business di dictates. Even in a balanced relationship, incidents arise that will challenge the equation of love and power. The longer an imbalance continues, the greater is the challenge in regaining respect and equilibrium. Be advised to recognize and move toward correcting inequities and misunderstandings as quickly as possible to avoid unnecessary hurt feelings or loss of productivity. Living and loving in balance is a gift that will enhance growth and your joy in living. So, I mean, that's a perfect card to have in our duality. It's, it's you know, how Metatron guides us, right? It, it is about understanding our co-creative abilities and divine mastership inside of our dual world and how to bring things into form. And that we do this through our thoughts, our communications, our words, our the, the messages that we're sending um, at any given moment, whether we're choosing to be in a place of curiosity, um, holding space and listening to another person and honoring that person's truth and where they're coming from, um, and in position with our own creating really healthy boundaries, honoring ourselves and understanding that, you know, when we're really stabilized in a heart-based truth that no one's, no one else's truth can threaten ours.
And so there is a, a, a process of releasing fear in that. Uh, and that we can start to find a deeper sense of joy in our co-creative journey. And suddenly these things that we've been following and placing significance on, suddenly none of it really matters. Because even if you're in line for death, your freedom is still in your heart. So you can go smiling. And understanding that this power is always yours. This year is about freedom and liberation through a new level of truth. And so you get to choose that truth, an ascended version of truth that asks different questions, has a different objectivity of expression and observation, and that we are taking a moment to listen and be in that stillness to provide ourselves with an opportunity to hear what our body is saying about the truth, but that we get to do this in our relationships with others as well, that we can truly be a loving foundational support for another person by providing them with that solid cube, right? It's like they get to sit on that. They get to verbalize, they get to process, they get to express their feelings. And you simply sit in a place of observation, not judgment and listening. You don't have to tell them what to do. It's not about giving advice. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not with, remember I said that one of my last videos, stop shooting on yourself or on others. <laughs> so, you know, about releasing that. And, and you, you set yourself free as well from this feeling of that you're obliged to, to fix another person, to heal another person. We are part of this ascension journey is learning more and more that our healing responsibility is to ourselves and that we can be a healing force for another by holding space and being that bridge for them to feel safe, to explore, to go out on a new adventure knowing that even if they fall and scrape their knee, remember I was talking about this with that maternal mother energy, that there's a safe place to return to, to regroup and express uh, a place where there is no judgment. And then they can learn to love themselves in the same way. So on this Ascension Day, it is love over fear. It is, Going back to the, I will say it again and again, the, the feel good quote, do not fear the consequences of coming into your full potential and your full power. And knowing that you are supported and that you are loved, that the masters are all around cheering you on, sending you messages. And the more you practice going into your heart and being in a language of love and light, the more you will be connected to receiving these messages all the time. And so I am doing a little um, healing in my own time today for the world on this beautiful day of Ascension, um, knowing that the, the new chapter has, has already started. Um, today is just the day on our, on our linear calendar, but it is a day for consideration and thought, um, some love directed towards self in this still very powerful time of manifestation. We're just two days out from that crazy new moon that we just had on the 11th. I'm sending you all lots of healing light and lots of love and blessings, no matter where you are on your journey, uh, and hope that these messages landed for you.
Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.